Start recording. Stop recording. Button. Hello to all my beautiful nerds and welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Chic Transmissions. I'm glad to be back for another episode and sorry for a little bit of a wait. Been kind of catching up with my hero academia and also watching other videos with Gondras. So I'm glad to be here recording as I am tonight and another end to another work week. I've been so busy this past week and keep on trucking. So anyways, Omni Expo is in about two weeks and I am so excited since we just got word that we are interviewing Gray Delisle right before Neil Kaplan, so stay tuned for all the news about that. I can't wait. We wanted to interview Gray ever since Holiday Matsuri 2015, but we never got a chance to during that first year that we were doing press for them until 2018. I don't want to go into too much detail on why we stopped, but we didn't go to 2019's convention, as you probably have seen on the YouTube channel. But anyways, we're excited that we're interviewing Gray this time. For those of you who don't know who she is, she plays the role of Mandy on, on The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. She's Daphne now and anything Scooby-Doo related. Um... Also, Sam, for anybody who is a fan of Danny Phantom, and so much more. So, glad to add another person who has been in animation to our interview list. And also, I am excited to interview Neil Kaplan, since it's been years since he's been back to Orlando. And also, he did teach at the Braille Institute in California for a short time. So, let's see what he has um, up in his uh, roles since the most recent role was Zarkon in Voltron Legendary Defender. So, can't wait. Can't wait to see what this... New location. It's at the Days by Wyndham near Celebration. So, can't wait to check out how the location is like and see how our hotel stay is going to be like, too. Yep. So, can't wait for a new location, new year of another convention, and more things to come. But with uh, next week's episode, we're going to switch gears and I'm going to tell some of my experiences with Omni Fandom Expo to at least add a little bit more convention stuff to this podcast. But in the meantime, I did say that I was going to do a bit of a tutorial this week. Unfortunately, my Braille Sense Polaris, which is a Braille note taker that runs on Android technology, which I bet you're wondering, wait a second, isn't Braille dead? No, it's not. Yes, it was was uh, improved from a 
12 dot um, lettering system that was used in wartime at the time by Louis Braille, who went blind after having something sharp hit his eye while in his dad's workshop uh, while he was playing in there, and that spread the infection onto his other eye, and he went completely blind. And a soldier visited his class and shown them the kind of writing that they used so they could be able to read at night and keep any coded messages away from enemies, but it was a 12-dot system. Louis Braille uh, uh, cut that in half, created his own system known as Braille, named after him. It is a way for blind people like me to be able to read, and as time went on, uh, Perkins Braillers were created, and now there's Braille technology. And that includes note-takers, Braille displays, even able to have Braille menus, which are still around. Um, Being able to use it for using a Braille display to read stuff on the computer, your phone, so much more. Um, This uh, note-taker is by Hims Inc., which is... The company that I've been using their note takers from, I started off with the Braille Sense QWERTY when I was in UCF. And then, <clears throat> which, uh, you take a laptop, um, make the monitor more as the Braille display, and you have a regular, uh, QWERTY keyboard to type with. Because since I was in college classes, it was a lot easier instead of thinking of contractions. And this was still in the regular grade two braille. As time went on, I, uh, one of my keys broke off and I decided to go with the Perkins Brailler keyboard with the U2. And it was a whole nother level because I had to use different keyboard commands known as chords with the braille alphabet. And now, at the Braille Sense Polaris, which uses Android tech, where you could use Android apps with it. And there is a little feature that I am going to talk about, and that is the touch strip, which is in between the routing buttons and the Braille display itself. The reason why I'm doing this as a tutorial here is because, as I said, with the Sunu Band uh, episode, which is our very, very first episode. It's easier to do it as a podcast versus video, and I can explain it a little bit better instead of having uh, the technology always uh, distracting me. And unfortunately, somehow the BrailleSense Polaris, my little unit, is being a jerk right now and still going through initialization. I don't know why. And a major mind of its own these past few days. And the weird thing is, I tried going into the upgrade firmware uh, menu and it says, latest, this is the latest software that you're running. If anybody has this uh, device and it's going through the same thing as I am, you could email me on uh, any other technology questions with t- at blind tech 
quadrant, B-L-I-N-D-T-E-C-H-Q-U-A-D-R-A-N-T at gmail.com in case if you have any additional questions. On top of that, I bet you're wondering why do a tutorial? Don't they have tutorials on this? Not on this particular feature. They have tutorials on the device and even on YouTube on the other features like knowing how to put a document onto Google Drive, um, being able to download from Google Drive, how the unit is like, etc. And unfortunately, the audio is not that great. I'm sorry, Hims. I'm being honest here, but you need better quality in your tutorials. It kind of sounds like this when you're listening to it and you're not really hearing them that great. Even during the 2018 <coughs> seminar at the NFB convention, the national convention was in Orlando, Florida during its last year there, they were telling them to speak a little bit louder during the session. And I could kind of see why, and, then, and I'm thinking why not do the same thing. Because they probably were using the media player for recording. And to tell you the truth, from past experience, I did use the recorder on my BrailleSense QWERTY+. Plus. It's not that great. <laughs> I'd rather use an Olympus. Thank you very much. Or, at least if I was close enough and had one, a uh, Victory or Scream. But even though that would have been an older version of that. <laughs> so, anyways. If you also want to hear me do one of the tutorials in the better audio format here in... Nerdy Chic Transmissions, I'll gladly do that. I'm hoping it doesn't act like this on the Polaris anymore. So let's hope for the best. So basically the touch strip is how you would do your touch gestures on the Braille Note Touch. Not the Braille Note Touch Plus. Sorry. I mean the Braille Sense Polaris. I was... Sorry, this past week I was training with the Braille Note Touch Plus, and the touch feature on that is on their tablet, of course, underneath. I want one of those so badly at the moment, but a girl can dream. But on the Polaris, this is their touch feature. Um, I don't know why they did not do a tutorial. If you built it into your machine, there should be a tutorial. And at least it was mentioned in the help topics, which you can find in the help menu by pressing the letter H on your unit. And you can search for the topics and gestures. So I'm going to run through the steps and I wish my Polaris was able to respond. <clears throat> um, step one, you have to go into the global op the global settings options by doing an O chord, which are dots one, three, five in spacebar in order to get into these settings. A quick way to get to the touch gestures setting is by pressing J, which is dots two, 
two, four, five, and it'll take you to touch gestures. On here, you can't press enter because it'll save all the settings for you. So you have to press spacebar to turn these gestures on. Once you have those on, press enter and it'll save your options. Once on, um, once on, it won't respond as quickly. So in order to start swiping or tapping, in order to get it to respond, to switch to tab mode, which is the best way of navigating from one area to the next on the BrailleSense Polaris is by doing, taking either one finger or two fingers and do four taps right on the uh, strip, which is right between the routing buttons and the cursor routing buttons and the display itself. Once you hear tab mode activated, you could start swiping with two fingers in order to go from one area to the next, which means it'll take you, for instance, if you're at the top of the list where file manager is, you could slide right and you'll go to the next item, kind of like on an Android tablet or phone, depending on what device that you've been using. And you could tap with one finger on the touch strip to enter in into a program, whether it's word processor, notepad, or even on the Android apps themselves, which are like your Google Google Docs, your Google Sheets, etc. Heck, if I would were to wanting to listen to Traversers, Jupiter doesn't care about you. I could enter into Bandcamp by double tapping on it on the touch strip and it'll just and you just do what you need to do with the Perkins keyboard from there so yeah that's kind of that was very simple and being able to use the touch gestures if you don't want to use them anymore, you could just go back into your global settings by doing the O chord, press J, and then press spacebar, and it'll turn off these gestures. And you'll go from there. So that's about it. I know it, it was kind of simple, and I wish I was able to use my Polaris to be able to use it. Let me see if I can. Try and wake it up. Now it's initialization state. I'm doing trying to do the reboot, which is dots one, two, three, four, five, six, and F two and F three on my unit, and nothing's happening. I'm trying to hold down the power button, the wake button. Nope, nothing's happening. Let me see if I can do this. Try to reboot it some other way. There we go. 
Something happened. I just held down the power button and then and the F4 at the same time. If you're wondering about this, the F1, the F2, the F3, and the F4 are the keys right above the routing keys, the routing buttons. <clears throat> and they act as your function keys, but they run a little bit differently from a keyboard. Your F1 key basically takes you into your regular old uh, area of menus where you have your file manager, your processor, your notepad, and your F2 is basically what you would use if you're in a document or in one of the many areas. As in, it'll act as your file, edit, etc. menus your ribbons, shall I say. Yeah, F2 is your ribbons key. So let's see if it'll wake up. To tell you the truth, I can't really afford this thing. <laughs> Blind Services basically purchased this for me since I did have a vocational goal of, g of getting a job, which I do have now and was hoping to go back to school. And to update you guys on that, <laughs> UMass Boston is reviewing my application, so I am hoping, beyond hope, to be accepted. Because a master's degree is kind of a bit of a big dream for me right now. And it's now saying initialization. Again, I'm really sorry about this, guys. I don't get why this is happening. I'm not sure if it's some kind of update that's making it go crazy. Because I know the Android side, which where you could download uh, apps for, uh, do have updates, but I've rarely seen this happen with something like this. And it can't be the battery being old either because I had this since 2018. Not only that, Hims, if you're listening to this, try to get Oreo on these things. With, or at least the next Android system. Because I think it might be on the Mini. But new the new Android system should be on this thing like with the Braille Note Touch Plus which is Oreo, that they're war running on that at the moment. So just saying, at least try to do what your competitor is doing. Add new systems to this thing. So I guess that's about it, guys. I know this episode is a bit short because of what's going on with my unit. In case if you want, if you guys want to hear any of the tutorials on here in a better audio quality, I would like to do that. Like the, uh, doing the Google side of things. Also, since they don't really have tutorials on this either, how to use 
the Google uh, suite apps, like your Heats, your Docs. I, oh, even I remembered you using uh, Google uh, Slides on this thing. If you guys want to hear me do something like that, if it's not being like this, and I'm hoping it doesn't act like this during Omni, because this is how I do my interview questions. Oh, boy. Uh, that's another problem. I mean, I remember Ranger Stop. Yeah, Ranger Stop 6, it was acting crazy, too, until I had to do my update on the firmware. So, anyways, as said, if you guys want to hear me do any of the past tutorials that they've done or, or any new stuff like do the Google Suite, just hit me up at my email. Um, when it comes to blind tech related stuff, blindtechquadrant at gmail.com, which is what... I do when it comes to technology-wise, even purchasing different books and stuff when it comes to Braille and, of course, independent living aids, because uh, I also meant to do the Blind Tech Quadrant over on YouTube, but this is a lot easier for me. So, I guess that's about it for this episode. So, until then... Stay beautiful while traveling the vast universe, everyone. Until next time. And also, don't forget our website, nerdychicuniverse.com, and our Twitter, at nerdychic. And also, make sure you follow our YouTube, at nerdychicuniverse. See ya. Next, set up money. Three slash five. Stop recording. Button. Flag. Stop recording. Button. Return to Siri. 10:30 p.m. Friday, the 6th of March. Satellite of Love 5G. Okay, Siri. At flag. 22. At flag. Stop recording.